Hello, hello, welcome to 137, episode 137 of Roger Pan. I thought I was going to make a song, it didn't work. Anyway, today we're going to talk about... That's some corny shit. That's the corniest intro I've ever... (laughs) But I'm going to keep it, you know? I'm going to keep it. So today we're going to talk about... um, Minorities, or no, no, let's do, let's do the future of Japanese people, because today I was talking to a friend who owns a business here related to travel, and she was talking about, uh, she was really excited about Naomi Osaka, the half black, half Japanese uh, tennis player that I guess she just won in Melbourne. I haven't watched anything. But um, Japanese people are very excited because, you know, she's representing Japanese people. But at first, people were like, kind of like, hey, first of all, if you don't know, she looks black. She just looks black. And um, she doesn't really speak so much Japanese because she was raised in the U.S. I think her mom is Japanese and her dad is Haitian, I believe. And, uh, yeah, her Japanese, she can't really speak Japanese, and she doesn't look Japanese. But she's shy. She's really shy. She has that Japanese personality of uh, not, uh, of just being shy, right? I mean, of course, not all Japanese people are shy, but it's, it's, in general, it's common, right? People are not so keen to talk about themselves, and, yeah, so... Most people at first, when she came on the scene after she beat Serena, I don't know why I'm saying that Japanese way, after she beat Serena, uh, people were kind of like, ah, they were excited, but then like, oh, she, mm. <laughs> she's black. She doesn't really look completely Japanese. Not the typical looking Japanese. She can't speak our language, etc. But then they said, uh, this friend that I was talking to was saying that, but you know, they started to watch her be interviewed, and they could tell that her personality was Japanese. I mean, one of the things she said after she beat Serena was like, "Oh, I'm so sorry. You know, there's so many people that uh, supported Serena, but I'm sorry for disappointing you guys today. Like taking the blame on herself." And this is kind of a Japanese thing. Um, and they, you know, they just thought she was kind of cute. She's young too. I think she's 21 now, maybe. But, uh, Japanese people caught on to this, and so she's very popular now. Um, also, uh, well, there were some talks of people saying, like, um, basically, well, if... Well, usually foreigners are saying this. The black community was basically like, yo, you are... <laughs> That's how they started it. Yo. <laughs> they said, you... Japan loves black people now because they're champions or whatever, but when it's um, time to um, represent human rights for black people in Japan, for example, there's a lot of people from Africa, different African countries... And, um, yeah, a lot of people don't feel like they have the proper support, etc. But when it comes to 
winning championships for Japan, you like to you like to have her as a representative or those people as representatives. And um, I think you know what I was just thinking of. You know when Usain Bolt was running, he's retired now, but um, one of the races I think it was the most recent 400 meter race. The Japanese. Um, there was a Japanese black guy that actually was half Jamaican and he ran the last leg against Usain and um, I think he was close he was close but he came second or close behind but um, yeah like those moments people Japan is like yes that's us except that guy was pretty much Japanese I mean he, he like grew up in Japan and spoke fluent native-like Japanese, so, I mean, that's a different situation, but similar in that, um, the mixing of races, or the mixing of blood, becomes okay when it's, when that person is putting the country on the map, but when it comes to, hey, treat me as a person, don't discriminate against me because I'm not 100% pure Japanese, whatever that means. Uh, and treat me like uh, an outsider. And I think it goes the same for foreigners too. Like you when people come, I mean, it used to be worse from what I hear, but, um, you know, so a lot of people have been mistreated and People from Southeastern Asian countries as well are being mistreated to this day by Japanese people just based on where they're from. And of course, the story of discrimination and it's just not, it's not, um, and racism is not uh, exclusive to Japan. So, I mean, it's not exclusive, it's not special. So, you hearing that this is not the first time you probably heard this, but I want to I want to look to the future and think about what this means for Japan. What does it? What will the term Japanese person or that image? What will that become? Are you going to imagine a straight up Japanese person? Or <laughs> well, <laughs> from today's standards, are you going to imagine? Somebody that has mixed Asian blood as well. You can imagine Western Japanese looking person. You can imagine African Japanese person mixed. Like there's so many different mixes you can have. And I try to do that with my books to portray characters that are mixed. Because, um, I mean, the world is already moving and has been moving towards that direction anyway. So representation is needed and i'm mixed as well if you didn't know this is your first episode i'm jamaican and chinese i hope this is not your first episode because that intro and this flow is a little bit off today but you know it's daily and that's the point of the raw is to give you a sense of my experience here whether it's beautiful or not and sometimes i'm just going i'm just talking to you as if you're in the room, a conversation. 
This is not supposed to be an NPR-produced podcast. If you're looking for that, I suggest you go elsewhere. This is for you to... As if you're sitting in my apartment with me talking about my experience in Japan and uh, just trying to prepare you for coming out here and if not, give you a way to travel here. And speaking of that, if you want to transport yourself to Japan without actually getting on a plane to come here, uh, I'm going to send you some the stuff, a package. I prepared a package for you that I'm sending out monthly. What's inside? It basically includes a novel of mine that includes some of those mixed characters I was talking about, and also some, a newsletter, basically that includes stories from local artists here, where you can glean some inspiration from their story, and also one thing, one physical object that inspired them to pursue their art or. You know, inspired them during their childhood that was meaningful to them. And I'm going to mail that to you. So you can go to brandonchin.net forward slash raw and check out the sales page there. And if you're interested or you have questions, as always, you can email me at chin at brandonchin.net. Thank you for listening today. <laughs> One. One thing, uh, sorry, one, <laughs> one person, there we go, there we go, brain's moving a little bit slow today, one person, when you get off this podcast, go and tell one person about Raw Japan, and hey, heard that, you know, maybe in the future, Japan is going to be completely mixed Japanese, the Japanese person is going, the average Japanese person is going to be somebody that has blood from all over the world. Uh, check out this podcast. So, one person, right after you click X out of this, right after you shut this off, um, go and tell one of your friends. Click that copy link button, share, what have you. Go into that message app you always use. Or Instagram, or Snapchat, or Twitter, or whatever you use. Snail mail. Go and tell somebody about this podcast. Hey, raw daily ramblings from Brandon Chin. I think you'll enjoy it. Learn about Japan, transport yourself there.、Um, yeah, anyway, thanks for listening. And today is the 28th. 8 54 p.m. Yesterday's episode was a live call we have that's included in that package that I was saying. We have a couple live calls per every month where you get to speak with these local business owners and creators live. So you can ask those questions you have about Japanese culture directly to these people. And also, you can dive deeper into the principles we discuss in that newsletter. Stuff about their childhood stories, about their artist's journey, where you can talk to them directly via a live call in English. So don't worry, I got you. I'm the bridge. Cool. See you on the next episode. Take care of yourself.